Welcome to my podcast, Education Inspiration. I'm Jamie B, and I invite you to join me as I interview great teachers about how they ignite their students and tend to their own flames within. Let's begin. Hola, hola. This week on Education Inspiration, I'm talking to Amy Smith. Amy went back to school full-time at age 38 to fulfill her dream of becoming a teacher. I think you'll feel pretty darn inspired by Amy. Here's our chat. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to have you here. So I am excited as well. Thank you. So let's start with uh, just having you tell me a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, my name is Amy Smith, and I actually am a 43-year-old mother and wife. I live over in uh, Davenport, Iowa. I was born and raised in a small town, uh, came to the Quad Cities, I guess, if you will, uh, came to co- went to college a little bit. We'll talk more about that, but I did start college after high school. Um, I went to get a certification program to be a travel agent, of all things, and I ended up landing in the Quad Cities um, at a travel agency, and I kind of real quick was like, eh, maybe this isn't what I want to do, and I then um, ended up going on a different career path, like a path I got a, a job and I ended up working at that company for 10 years. That's where I met my husband and had our family and we've landed right here in the Quad Cities. I didn't know that about the travel agency. Yeah, I had a little bleep in life where I was a travel agent for probably about a year after high school. I, I got my certification to be a travel agent and I loved it, but there was just not a lot of money and the internet kind of was introduced about that same time. So travel agents were kind of becoming not obsolete, but definitely not as needed as they used to be uh, before the internet and people started making their own uh, travel arrangements through the internet. So what kind of position were you in for the 10 years? Just what sort of work I were you an, doing? I was an admin. What I did was actually funny. I did voiceovers. I did voice recordings for a company. Uh, we sold computer software to car dealerships. And with the software program, we sold 800 credit hotlines to the dealerships across America. And every credit hotline that dealerships got, I was the one that did the voiceover. So welcome, you know, to yeah. Jack's Chevrolet or whatever it was. I did the voiceovers. I love that. <laughs> so, okay. So you are about to embark on your first year as a teacher. So with all of these things that you have done, when is it or how did you know that you wanted to be a teacher? Well, funny story. If you would have asked me in middle school when I was back in, you know, whatever, 13 years old, you would ask me what I want to be when I grow up. I would have told you a second grade school teacher. Obviously, that didn't happen here. I am 43 years old, and I'm still not a second grade school teacher. However, because of the path of life I ended up taking, I met my husband at a job that was, I had a decent job, and I ended up meeting my husband. We started our family. Um, Flash forward 15 years after that, and I felt that yearning in my heart that almost like I'd missed my, I missed it. I didn't become a teacher. What did I do? How did I miss all those steps to becoming a teacher? And I was at a job and sitting at a desk one day and I thought, you know, when my children are raised and out of the home, which isn't very far away from where I'm at right now in life, who's Amy going to be? You know, where am I going to be? And I didn't want to miss that boat of, or purpose, if you will, in my life that I felt I should be a teacher. So I was at a job one day and I, I sat there and thought, well, I can do this for 20 years. And I knew I was I was already bored at my job and I'd only been there for two years or I can take a total U-turn and go back and go back to college and get my degree to be a teacher. And that's what I did. I took a complete leap of faith and walked out the door from my job 
which was crazy, and went back to being a full-time student when I was 38 years old. That is amazing. There are not very many people who would take that leap of faith to do that. It was huge. It was huge, and it was scary, and I did it, and here I am four and a half years later and looking for my first job. (laughs) That's awesome. So do you have a position for next year? I don't yet. I'm actively pursuing, so I'm I'm on the market right now looking. Uh, Every time I see a job opening come up, I'm putting in my application. I, my dream is to, I think I'd love to land in a kindergarten, first or second grade classroom. I graduated in December of 2018 with my bachelor's degree and I actually went for early childhood education. So I'm qualified uh, preschool through third grade is where my certification lands. Um, and I, you know, I did that, not that I wanted to close any doors for fourth, fifth and sixth grade or on up, of course, but I just know in my heart that I want to work with the littles. I feel like my purpose and my place in this life, my gift, if you will, is to work with the littles. So I want to find a job. Hopefully this fall, I'll find something that lands me in a kindergarten or first grade or maybe second grade, but I always wanted to be that second grade school teacher uh, classroom this fall. That's awesome that you know it so early in life. I'm not surprised about this though, because I saw you, I don't know how many years ago it was, I'm terrible with years, but Mm -hmm. I ran into you at a park when I lived in Rock Island and you were doing daycare, I think. Mm-hmm. And you had a bunch mm-hmm. of little kids with you and you were so good with them. I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, she is awesome with those little kids. They would drive me crazy. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's funny. I actually, obviously I was at my job at such a met my husband at, um, and it was in 2008 that I decided I had, my, we had our second daughter and um, it was just one of those deals. We thought it's time for me to stay home with our kids. So if you guys all remember, in 2008, I quit my job, and of course, the recession hits. And it was one of those deals we were like, ah, my husband and I were both like, okay, my income's now gone, and now we're in a recession. So what are we going to do? I'm a stay-home mom, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to open a daycare out of our home. And he thought I was crazy, and I was like, no, I can do this. And I did. I did that for the next five years. I had wonderful families, beautiful children that I'd learned, oh my gosh, I just love them all so much. And they were with me for five years, and... Uh, In those five years, I think that was that turning point in my life when I realized that I need to go back and finish. I need to do my education. I need to get this bachelor's degree so I can teach and, and, and pursue my dream of teaching. And when I ended up quitting my daycare business in 2013, uh, my daughter had gone to kindergarten. So I knew that I was like, okay, it's time for me to go get a job. So I went back out into the corporate world and I got a job and I was sitting behind the desk and I was, you know, doing my thing got money, I had my income coming in again, things things were good, looking good, and I just felt like something was missing in my heart. As I sat at this keyboard day after day, I missed those kids, I missed the littles. And I told my husband, I think I, I need to go back to school so that I can be with the littles. I feel like my purpose is to be with the littles and, and, and to help these students, you know, that grow and learn to love, you know, school, because that's what I wanted to do with them. So. I quit my job. <laughs> I quit my job and I went back to school to get my bachelor's degree. Yeah, that's awesome. So so what aspects of being a mom and a daycare provider do you think will help you as a beginning teacher? You know, I think it's just that love. I think it's love. I think that's what it all boils down to is these kids, they're so young and impressionable. And I just think we have to love the little kids. I want them to come into my kindergarten classroom if that's where I end up landing out of a kindergarten classroom. And I want them to believe in themselves and I want to nurture them to love reading and love, you know, numbers and letters. And I want them to leave my classroom when they go into first grade or second grade or whatever grade it is after me 
and love school. Now, that might be obviously me pipe dreaming and thinking, all right, Amy, sure, it's that easy. But that's what I want. That's what I feel in my heart is I have a gift of love to give to these kids. I want to see them. I want to nurture them and, and have them grow through just just being able to show them and believe in themselves that they can do it. They can learn to read. They can learn to write. And they're going to have fun doing it. And, you know, I think that's kind of the key, too, is fun. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable for them. And, my gosh, when I did daycare, we had so much fun. We we did field trips. We learned through the community. We ran, you know, we did nature hikes outside. We did science by going on scavenger hunts outside. And, you know, we did our crafts and our numbers inside. And we always, every month, had different things up on my windows inside as far as, you know, flowers up with our what we love about spring underneath of it. And, you know, we'd always go on our hunts looking for buds on the trees. And I just want them to see the world around them and explore it and just learn to love learning. So you were a teacher and you were planning long before you were a trained teacher. You know, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> I, I didn't even know it. This is so true. And it's, and I have a friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine, that when I quit my daycare, she was almost mad at me, for lack of a better word, because I quit teaching children, quote unquote teaching. She's like, your gift is with children. What are you doing? And I was like, well, I have to go get a job. I have to, you know, I have to get out of here and go get a job. And she's like, your gift is with children. What are you doing? And I think it was that little bird in my ear, her little voice saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? That kind of sparked that, that, I don't know, ignited me inside that I was like, I need to pursue this. I have to pursue this. I can't, because there's going to come a day when my children are grown and out of my home. And I don't want to look back and think, okay, now who's Amy? where's Amy in this equation? You know, I've been a wife, I've been a mother. I don't want to leave this quote unquote teacher, Amy, in the dust. I want her to come to life. So when my family is raised and out of the house and they're on their own, the teacher Amy is who I am. That's who I am in this world. And that's what I was meant to be. That is so cool. There has to be, I'm sure, some people in your past that have made a little bit of an impact to inspire you to want to be the type of teacher that you're hoping to be. Is there anybody that comes to mind? You know, I had a first grade teacher. She was probably the first one that did it. But then as I was thinking about this, who's inspired me or who's pushed me along the way? And I have to say, of course, it was my first grade teacher. Her name was Miss Hayes that brought me to her table when I was a little, five years old, six years old in first grade. And I went walking up to her desk because she said, Amy, she gave me the finger. You need to come here, please. And I thought, oh, no, I've done it. I'm in huge (laughs) trouble. What did I do wrong? You know, I was so scared. And I went walking to the front of the classroom up to her little table and she gave me the biggest hug and said, look what you did on this test. And it was some little test I'd taken and I had gotten all the answers right, which I couldn't believe. I was like, oh, I got all the answers right. And she said, look what you did. And I think what it was, was she believed in me. And she, because she believed in me, I started believing in myself. And flash forward to middle school, and I have a couple teachers I can remember in middle school that believed in me. And it was those teachers that believed in me, that pushed me, that, of course, I then began believing in Amy. So, of course, I went to high school. I had Mr. Schaefer. I remember he was my algebra teacher. I couldn't do algebra. Are you kidding me? Like, algebra? What? (laughs) But, again, he focused on me and was like, Amy, you can do this. Believe in yourself. It It was all the way through. So then when I'm 38 years old and I go back to school as an adult with two children and a husband at home and a family that I'm raising, oh my gosh, I was petrified. (laughs) Here I am sitting in a classroom, college classroom, with a bunch of kids that could be my own children. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I am petrified. But I had a couple college professors, Lori Matthew being one of them, that believed in me. And they were like, you can do this. 
So all along the way, I have these little seeds being planted of just believing in Amy and believing in myself. And I try to plant that little seed in my own children because I want them to believe in their own selves, you know, and not just my own two daughters, but children that I meet. I want them to believe in themselves because I think that's half the battle right there is believing in your own self and your own capabilities that we can all do anything we put our minds to. That's amazing. You not only try to help people believe in themselves, but you are also a huge proponent of staying positive. I oh. actually, I didn't tell you this in advance, but I went through your social media feed and tried to find <laughs> anything negative. There's not. No, <laughs> There's no, nothing. you're not going to find it. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, I pride myself in being positive. And that being said, it's not that I don't have bad days. Trust me, there are days, you can ask my children and my husband that I'm not little Miss Amy positive all the time. I have my down days. But I truly try to find something positive in every single moment of every single day because really there is, there are gifts everywhere around us. And there's obviously bad things happening all around us. But even in the midst of turmoil and hardships and things that are going on, there is absolutely always something to be grateful for and thankful for and to be positive about. You know, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. (laughs) Hey, let's celebrate that today. If that's all I got to go by. That I'm going to hold on to it because that's what I'm going to hold on to. My rope is going to be my birds chirping outside. <laughs> and you did. That just cracks me up because I do not like winter at all, <laughs> at all. And I think the same day that I said something like, could somebody please cancel February? <laughs> it was the same day that you posted, okay, okay, okay. It's cold outside. I want to change gears here and have you post your favorite summer memory on this thread Daydreaming is always good for the soul. Hashtag share some sunshine. And it just cracked me up. And like, I did. And yes. people do. You know what they do? They, they do. do. And we all, because we're all feeling it. We all, like I said, winter. I'm sorry about winter. If you love it, that's awesome. Winter is tough. It's a tough time of year. Now, up to December, it's wonderful. It's great. You know, the Christmas lights are up and everybody's celebrating and everything's beautiful. But all of a sudden come January and it's like, brr. And we're all like, oh my gosh. But I truly like you said, we have to find something to look forward to and, and look for that little bag of sunshine, whether it be in the form of a fresh cup of coffee in the morning or the roof over your head or whatever it is, the child that's screaming in their bassinet or their cradle because they're healthy. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, hey, just something to be thankful for. And, you know, this winter, it was such a long winter. I had to almost make a joke of it. You know, I was outside jumping in snowbanks and taking yeah. pictures of myself jumping in snowbanks. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> there is a picture of you outside laughing while shoveling, like one of those right. repeat pictures. I was like, oh my gosh, Amy, how do you do this? <laughs> I know. You know what? It's literally, I don't even know. Somehow I have to muster up the energy to, like I said, Amy Sunshine is not always sunshine. You can ask my family. I have my moments, but it truly does make a difference if you just try to find that positive light in every single day because you know some days are a struggle but it really does make a difference on not just myself but those around me and in my classroom again when I'm going back to education again when I'm in my classroom that's what I'm going to pride myself on you know I want my kids to come into my classroom I want them to see that I love them and I believe in them and it's going to be a fun day no matter if it's the middle of January and we're all sick of the snow that's outside my students are going to have some kind of fun and we're going to find a positive light in my classroom to celebrate being together and being able to learn together that day that's awesome and some of them just need that break, too, based on what's going on in, in their lives outside of school. In their own lives, absolutely, school. because these yeah. students, you know, I've been working, obviously I'm not a teacher yet, but I've been working in the schools, you know, obviously for the past four and a half years, I've been in and out doing field observations and my practicums, um, and now, of course, I'm working as a parent in one of the districts, or in the schools here. 
and you know these kids they have the tough life some of them have some tough stuff they have to go home to and if you can just see them in the morning and give them a high five or whether they want a high five or whether they want a hug you know it's up to them but sometimes that's all they need is just because they've had a really tough morning or a really tough evening or a really tough weekend and coming to school and being positive and showing them a smile you know what somebody cares it means everything absolutely I 100% agree with that that's absolutely correct I really really hope you have an awesome class next year I hope so my fingers are crossed that somebody will find me right (laughs) mine too is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you you know, I'm trying to think if there's anything about the story. You know, obviously, I guess the one thing I can say is no matter where we're all at in life, I just hope that whoever you are, wherever you are in your life, try to, number one, I always say, you know, try to find a positive of whatever you're going through. But also, you know, like dig deep. Sometimes you got to find that gift and, and that purpose in your life. And if you feel something in there, a tug at your heart or something, you know, follow it. You never know. I'm not saying you have to quit your job and go follow it, but maybe have a side gig or do something on the side that maybe is your true passion because life's too short to to live and be miserable and, and not enjoy what you're doing every single day. So absolutely true. Okay. I have one more question for you and okay. it's got to be something. There's got to be something that you're doing to keep up with this energy and all this positivity, positivity that you have. What keeps you so inspired and keeps that fire burning within? What keeps me so inspired? You know what it is? I'm going to have to say it's the people around me. It truly is the people that I've surrounded myself in this world. Number one, I've been blessed with a beautiful family in the form of my mom and my dad and my sisters that I grew up with. But aside from that blessing, I've, I've grown into, I've had my own family now, which they are my true light. They are my true, they keep me going every single day. But outside of my family unit and my dynamic there, I've got friends that I surround myself with that are good people, you know, and I try to surround myself with people that truly are genuine good people. Uh, That's just, that's all there is to it, you know, love. Again, it all goes back to love. And I just, I truly have to keep a grip on the people that really count around me, my family, my friends, and of course my faith. That's that's amazing. I you're like me. We both have two sisters, and we're mm-hmm. really close with our families. So yes. I know what you yeah, mean. I've there. been always very tight with my family, and of course, like I said, I try to take that family that I, I guess, a seed, if you will, that was planted early in my life, and just grow that seed into my own family unit, but also to my friends around me. You know, I truly care about all of them, and I want them there. They're good people. You know, all the people that I surround myself with, they're just good humans, and. We need more good humans in this world, and that's what I just try to go out. Because even if somebody's having a downer day, you know, if you just smile at someone, that might just make their day. Maybe that's all they needed. Those students in the hallway, just a smile. Maybe they just need a smile that day, and I like to be that person to give them that smile. That that makes me want to tell you about this other thing that somebody shared to you, and they tagged you in. It said, I thought of you when I saw this. Be so happy that when others look at you, they become happy too. Oh, I remember that when that friend posted that to me. And it truly, like I said, it it is. It's just, you. and is there days I'm down? Yes, there are. There are days I need somebody else to be my rainbow or my sunshine because I have down days. But if I can, and you know what? There's probably going to be a day in my life or a time in my life when I'm going through some stuff that's yuck. And I need everybody else to be my sunshine or my rainbow. But right now in my life, I'm going through good. And I'm in a good part of life. And I'm in a good point. And I feel good. So why not share that good energy right now while I'm strong? And there's going to come a day in my life when I might need somebody else to be my sunshine. So I'm going to share it when I can. That's excellent. There are going to be a lot of people who really benefit from you. I hope so. I hope so. That's my 
that's my dream is to go out and and share and and just like I said my dream is to be the teacher and and get my own classroom someday and be able to share my my gift there you go my gift with yes, others and it is it is a thank gift you. Thank, thank you so you. much Amy I really appreciate you being on today well thank you so much for having me Jamie and hopefully we'll talk again after you awesome. after you've been teaching a little bit Yes, let's do that. Let's make a plan. Fingers crossed next year at this time we'll be having a whole new conversation. Absolutely. (laughs) And I might be that first year teacher going, ah, help me. It'll be amazing. I can't wait to have that conversation. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So who's Amy going to be? She's going to be an amazing teacher for sure. I have no doubt that hundreds of little ones are going to benefit from her. She'll be the one planting the seeds of belief. I love how Amy could name specific teachers from all along her path that believed in her. From first grade to junior high to college, she had teachers take her aside and say, I believe in you, and that made a difference. Now she wants to do the same, and that's super cool. Not many people have the guts to quit their full-time jobs and start new careers at age 38. That takes a lot of courage and faith. Faith in yourself, faith that everything will work out for the best. I love that Amy's following her heart and dreams with such passion. She's a role model for those who dream of doing something else, but who are scared to take that leap. The school that snags her is one lucky school. I look forward to hearing more from Amy in the future. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Education Inspiration. I'm Jamie B.